And we've got plenty of Women's World Cup and Team USA to talk about with a friend of WFUV, a great guest, ESPN's Tommy Smith. And um, Tommy, I, I heard you have a new podcast on SiriusXM called Grumpy Pundits. So I'm hoping that you're not in a grumpy mood today with us. I'm hoping you're, you're ready to talk some, some USA soccer with us. Well, I'm in a kind of a grumpy mood because Scotland have just scored against Ireland in the very <laughs> powerful qualifier, so that doesn't make me too happy. Oh, it's 1-1. No. Ireland need the victory. They can't, they can't lose this day. But we'll try it anyhow. <laughs> well, I don't have any personal stakes in, in that <laughs> match, but for your sake and for our general sake, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to root... I'm going to uh, hope for Ireland. In, in there that you one. go. That way I won't be grumpy. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, so USA women in Group D, they're leading the group right now with four points. Right behind them is Australia with three, Sweden with two, Nigeria with one. Last night, a scoreless draw, USA and Sweden, after USA took down Australia 3-1 in their first match. So they're leading the group. They're doing all right. But why are people concerned about Team USA at this point through two matches still in first place? Yeah, well, they're not playing well. I mean, last night wasn't a good performance. Uh, I mean, Sweden uh, very nearly stole the match with the ball that was hit off the post, which would would not have been good for the U.S. So the U.S., I mean, the problem with the U.S. is that the expectations have become so high over the year that everybody expects that when the U.S. go out, they're going to have, uh, you know, they're going to have Michelle Akers and they're going to have Mia Farrow, Mia Mia Hamm, and they're going to have Julie Foudy, and they're going to be all out there in the field, and they're just going to run over everybody. But, you know, uh, the climate has changed. The U.S. team is different, and the climate has changed in the rest of the world as well, where they're starting to take a little bit more interest in women's soccer. Now, Tommy, you know, you, you did a good job to bring up, you know, uh, Foudy and Mia Hamm. What players for the U.S. do you think really need to step up to get the U.S. back to that, you know, winning form of 1999 and winning the World Cup and being in the final all the time? Well, I think they've got a, they have a problem up front on It's not just one player or it's not just two players. That They're having a problem finding a combination that will work up front, you know. I mean, they tried a couple of different combinations last night, and they really didn't work. Um, this thing of going back to Wambach all the time, it looks like she's rusty. And I know that it's good that she's getting playing time because, it'll, you know, it'll make her fit, and she'll fit into the rest of the tournament. But, you know, you're taking a chance, uh, this high ball into the box, because she's so good in the air that it's, it's almost impossible to beat her, but she hasn't been fit to put one in the back of the net. So I think that's what uh, the U.S. coaching staff are struggling with. Who are they going to play up front? Press, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure that, you know, she's, she's the woman for the job. So they have a few things to sort out. I mean, the U.S. should win the group. Having said that, they have to play Nigeria, which probably won't be easy, but it'll be a game that the U.S. will beat. Heavy, heavy favourites for. I mean, uh, there's no way you could see uh, Nigeria beating the US. Uh, the question comes after when you start beating the big teams, you know. Like my surprise team so far that I picked as my surprise at the beginning of the tournament have done very well, and that's Norway. I mean, they really put it up to the Germans during the week. So, you know, the US is not going to have any trouble in the group other than what they've had. There could be problems down the line for them. Now, in in this in this match with Sweden last night, uh, Abby Wambach does come off the bench, and that was part of the of the remarks um, that Pia Sundhage, the the new Swe- the Sweden coach now from two thousand eight two thousand twelve, she was you know at the head of U.S. women's soccer. Now she's with her native Sweden uh, Sweden team, 
and she had some remarks, you know, right kind of just a couple of days leading up to the games with, to the to the game with Sweden uh, against the USA about uh, Wambach saying she would have been coming off the bench in her time. Some some marks about Solo, Carly Lloyd. What did you make of, of those comments? With you know the the opponents playing each other so close, coming up to those comments. Well, you know the the coach she knows them well. She knows exactly what they are. She you know has helped make some of them their careers. Uh, I thought she was very. Uh, I, I thought she was trying to be super nice to the U.S. I thought she was went way overboard and being nice to them. I thought she was trying to sucker them into feeling that, you know, Sweden probably were no good and they were probably going to beat them very easily. I think she was using reverse psychology on them, you know. I, I, thought, I thought she was really being super, super nice. And last night it was amazing to watch her on the bench, herself and her assistant coach, uh, they were joking all the time. I mean, they were sitting there laughing all the time. It looked like they were never under any pressure. And believe me, they're under pressure now because uh, they're in a real tough situation in that group now. They may not get out of it. Well, so then to, just to jump right off and and kind of follow up to that, are they the team with the most pressure now going into it? Obviously, they're not in a great position in third with the two points, but are they more pressure on them than the USA, who hasn't really blown anybody out and impressed even though they have the win and the draw? They have more pressure on them than Australia, who who lost that first match to the U.S.? The U.S. have no pressure on them. Are you kidding me? Every team would love to be like the U.S. You're four points in the draw. You've played two games, and you're going to play Nigeria. There's no pressure there. I mean, when you look at what Sweden is facing, they have two two points now. And you're looking at Australia already has three points. So you, uh, Sweden has to play Australia and the U.S. has to play Nigeria. Whose position would you like to be in? I'd certainly <laughs> like to be in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to be in first place, too. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, Tommy, assuming the U.S., uh, you know, will get out of the group, and, you know, they, I, I believe they will, what teams down the road do you think will, will, you know, face a big challenge to the U.S.? And is there a matchup or a team or two that you think the U.S. might struggle with down the road? Yeah, well, I think you're always going to struggle with the Germans. I mean, Germans have it in their DNA to to be good when it comes to playing the kind of soccer you need to win tournaments like this. I mean, uh, tournament soccer is different than when you're playing for qualification. You know, tournament soccer is all about the the result where in qualification, well, you live to fight another day. In this kind of situation, once you get out of the group, there is no living to fight another day. You get one chance at it, and, and you need it team that's well organized and you need a team that uh, you know can hit on the break and you need a team mostly the team you need is the team that can uh, finish off the opportunities to get as of yet and i'm not saying that it won't happen but certainly last night the u.s didn't finish off their opportunities and they haven't finished off their opportunities like they have been capable of in, in past competitions but keep in mind, it's a long time since the U.S. won the World Cup. It's not an easy competition to win. I mean, you just don't go out and because you're the U.S., you win it because you have a good women's team that beats everybody up all over the year and qualification and in friendly matches and everything like that. World Cup is a completely different kettle of fish, and, and, and the U.S. are finding that out now. Matt Morrow with Christian O'Hara here on One on One, New York's longest-running sports call-in show. We're talking with ESPN's Tommy Smith about the Women's World Cup up in Canada. And just to stick with the USA for a second, Alex Morgan had some injury concerns coming in, sidelined for a few weeks with a knee injury, and don't really know if we've seen her back in full form yet. She came on very late in the match last night. What is the outlook for the Americans if 
Alex Morgan isn't able to come back into full form? Well, you know, she's obviously a big part of this team, and she's obviously, they're bringing her along right. They're giving her a few minutes here and a few minutes there, and they're getting her right for when the big battles come, where they want her for the big battles. Uh, I imagine that she's going to be all right. I, I think she, she looks like she's getting there. So I wouldn't think it's a concern. It will be just a, a case of where do you slot her in and when do you get her slotted in because uh, she is obviously going to be a very, very important person. I mean, just with experience alone, that's what happens to a lot of people when they come down to uh, uh, the next phase of, of this competition. When you get to the knockouts, it's all about the experience. It's all about the nerves. It's all about the big day. And it's all about getting it right on the big day. And the one thing you know about her is she is going to get it right on the big day. And I'd say Wambach will get it right on the big day as well. So those are the kind of things that the U.S. are looking at now. They have a lot of experience, and they'll be looking to get that experience as fit as they possibly can and uh, get them back onto the side. Now, Tommy, sticking here with the U.S. just for a few more minutes, uh, you know, Hope Solo, she's had some off-the-field issues um, that have been well-documented. Do you think that, you know, she is playing with a distracted mind right now? Do you think that um, this will affect her performance at all going forward? Well, if she's playing with a distracted mind, every goalkeeper in the world should have a distracted mind because she's the best goalkeeper in the tournament. So there's no problems in terms of, I mean, there's no distractions for her and her off-the-field business. I'm not sure what it's all about, but uh, on the field, I do know that her business is about stopping the ball, and she has done a fantastic job. I mean, you couldn't ask for any more. Some of the saves she's come up with, a couple of the saves when she came up with against Australia in the game, when the game was on the line early on, when the Aussies were flying, Hope Solo came up with two saves that kept the U.S. in the game, so right. there's no problems for the U.S. as far as Hope Solo goes. Now, now you mentioned it, Tommy, that Norway is a team to you that you looked at early and maybe they could make a little bit of a run and, and they've performed pretty well through the first two matches. Talked about Sweden now being a team with pressure on them. Is there a team, is it Sweden, is there another team that you thought would have performed better through these first two matches or in you know cases of Group E and F, they played one match so far? Well, I thought that France would have played better. I, I, I thought that France were, were going to be much better than they actually were. But as you said, it's only one match. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of football to be played yet. So they may come good because I, I definitely think that they are going to have a real good shot at it when, when it comes down. Um, England weren't too bad. Thailand looked, I mean, Thailand were really, really unbelievable. I mean, I felt so sorry for the Ivory Coast because they took so many great shots. And I mean, I think they had three of them that hit the crossbar and two of them that hit the post. You just couldn't get any more unlucky than that. Now, Tommy, you know, different... Uh, team, but the U.S. men, you know, they, uh, um, I read somewhere that the U.S. took down FIFA, uh, the Netherlands, and Germany, uh, you know, all in, in the span of a week or two. Um, can you um, put into perspective these, you know, wins on the field, obviously, uh, for the U.S. men over the Netherlands and now most recently Germany? Hey, they're nice to get, but they're friendlies. They don't right. mean anything. They don't give you three points anywhere along the way. You know, when I go back and I look at it, you know, Ireland beat the U.S., I don't know, three or four nil. Didn't make Ireland a good team. But Ireland did, did get a draw with Germany in the, in the qualifications for the Euros. So, you know, while it's nice to see players coming on, like this guy Woods, who scored the goal in both games, he hadn't scored for the whole season, 2013-2014, and he's playing in the second of 
division is the Bundesliga. He scores six goals in 60 matches. And all of a sudden, he's become a match winner. And people are saying, oh, that's the man that can lead us to the World Cup. I mean, if he's, be, if he's so good, how come he hasn't been so good up until now? But it's nice to see. It's nice to see that he's blending in players. But it's, you know... You don't take anything away from them. I, I don't take anything away from these friendly matches. You say to yourself, OK, uh, Klinsmann's looking at a lot of different players. He's got a lot of guys in now who can do things and, and they're starting to, do, uh, to you know, blend together and they're fit to take the pressure. But don't take too much out of them, guys, because it doesn't mean a whole lot. No, it doesn't mean a whole lot at the end of the day. Well, when we when we look at at men's and women's soccer in in the United States of America, it's funny because we rarely put the pressure on the men that we seem to put on the women when they you know are at the top of their group. You know, like you said, who would you rather be them or Sweden right now? But we still have to ask the question. You know, what is wrong with them? They didn't play that well, even though they are at the top of the group. They're you know a higher ranking nation in terms of the women's side. The the American women are than the men are. They're just the women are held in a higher regard. So, to, is there any in either side, men's and women's, so even on the men's side, say a team like Germany, do they not do they not take as much away from a friendly like a like a nation like the United States does because you know they're not as used to the success that does give you the points and does you know matter at the end of the day in some kind of standings or tournament? Well, I mean, Germany are the world champions. Yeah. What do they have to prove? Exactly. They, they don't have anything to prove. But for America, is there I'll, any I'll tell you more? The difference. I'll sum it up here in in the nicest way I possibly can. When the United States play friendlies, they go out to win them. Germany, right. in a case like playing the United States, they went out to play the friendly. Yeah. I mean, for the first 35 minutes, they give an absolute clinic. They didn't score, and it was almost like they said, oh, the hell with this. We're going <laughs> yeah. on vacation. We're finished. That's it. <laughs> ESPN's Tommy Smith talking Women's World Cup with him, a little bit of men's team USA as well. The Women's World Cup is still in the group stages. We're going to keep following that. It's been exciting up in Canada to watch Team USA. They're still in a good spot. They haven't been playing as well as people might have expected, but they're leading Group D right now, a tough group with three top ten nations. So hopefully we can talk to Tommy again soon. Tommy, thanks for, for giving us the time today. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you very much, guys. You take care of yourselves, all right? All right, you too.